You are now listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Charity Podcast. Welcome to Ride With Me, episode 88. Today is February 18, 2023, I believe. Yes, it is. And my guest today is my friend Ben. Say what's up, Ben. What's up, people? So I've known Ben since about 2002. I met his sister in college. She was actually a guest uh, a few a while back. I don't remember what, what episode she was on, but um, she came in and was talking about it's never too late to go back to school. Um, I actually spoke to her a couple of weeks ago, dude. I had a dream that um that she was kind of bummed out for something. Uh-huh. And I reached out to her. I'm like, hey, how you doing? I uh, just had a dream that you were kind of sad. And she was like, yeah, I, I failed a certain test. And I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. So, hey, man, she'll bounce back up. Yeah, honestly, she told me about it. So, I mean, but she's giving another chance. So, basically rooting for her. So, hopefully she passes. That's right. That's right. How are your parents doing? I haven't seen them in a long time since I moved out here, actually. <laughs> They've been good. They've been just pretty good. My dad's still working at the same place. He's been there for like the past 30 plus years. Every, still this- every, I'm sorry. Every time I see one of those trucks, bro, it reminds me of your dad. <laughs> I, he doesn't have the truck anymore. To be no. honest. He doesn't have it. Uh, since the new boss came in, uh, he told him like either you take the service calls and keep the truck, or just or just be in the yard and just uh, and not take the truck. So yeah. he took he took the yard. The last time I saw him was um. Last time I saw him was at, at church because we were going to church, the same church they went to. Yeah, and St. He, Anthony's. Yeah, he he did the the reenactment for um the Virgin Mary. And then we would see them after church, and, and and they were they were outside like either making food and selling food, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's since we moved out of here, I haven't seen your parents. But no, yeah, they've been they've been good. They're still active in the church. That's good. So, I mean, and everything else, just just like the little bake sales and everything else that they do, like for the group and everything else. Yeah. So I, I met you when you, like I said, I met you in, I think, 2002 when I met your sister. How old were you back then? 12 years old. You were 12 years old, man. Yes. How old are you now? I'm 33. Just turned 33 this year. Damn. Yeah, so so you were, yeah, you were just, I think you were in junior high or right into high school when I met you? Actually, no. I was either... Well, let me see. Either... Or just about to enter into high school, into junior high, maybe. Junior high, I was like fifth or sixth grade, one of those. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're, you're, um, you were little, man. You were a tiny little one, and it's, it's a trip because what was it, um? So I, 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 I already told the story of the time that that we used to sell newspapers on the corner, <laughs> and uh, this guy happens to be one of the kids. Well, back then, one of the kids that I would pick up. So it'd be my brother, my brother Ricky. And then Ben, and we would all take a corner. So, cause back then, so back, I, I, you know what, bro? I went to Oxnard, um, a few months ago, and I was there mm-hmm. on a Sunday, bro. I don't even see them doing that, doing that anymore. Uh, it's it's from time to time. To be honest, I've seen them a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. So I've seen them mostly on, on where on either Gonzalez, and also I've seen them on Vineyard. So we used to we used to um I met this guy and he would he he started this this thing called uh, the hawkers so um mm-hmm. I would go and um pretty much take a corner and sell newspapers for a buck back then it was for a dollar the the Sunday paper and um when he saw how good my corner was doing he asked is there anybody else you can bring along so you guys can take the other two corners and uh for those of you that live in Oxnard it's the Channel Islands in Victoria uh, intersection and uh i asked this kid one day he was i don't know man 2000 let's say 2008 2009 you were what uh, no, you were dude, 12 it, was, it had to it be it was 2000 either no yeah no, no yeah, you were already, already a teenager though you were already a teenager though so i would pick you up on a sunday morning like at five in the morning and we would go to the to this intersection, and then I would take one corner, you take one corner, and then Weddle Ricky would take the other corner, and we would just freaking stay there from like what six in the morning to like noon. 
Yeah. With no bathroom breaks, no freaking <laughs> food, nothing. Nothing. Just freaking trying to get rid of all these papers, man. Yeah, I know. Good times, honestly. On yeah, dude. Honestly, dude, it it it, it reminds you pretty much. Like I I use those kind of stories in, as a reminder of of where you've been, man. You know, like back then I had nothing, and that's what I was doing, selling papers on the street corner, and um, my thing was we drove by that intersection on purpose i was going to give whoever was there a couple bucks and not even take the paper but they weren't even there mm -hmm. so i don't even like it's what you said they're still around every once in a while yeah but from what i've seen like the times i've been to oxnard i've seen them every now and then it's either the corner of vineyard or somewhere in gonzalez i'm not really sure where yeah. but like it's like they're like little by little but i've been seeing less and less actually yeah, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem like they they do it as often as it used to. But you, what do you call it? You say you don't you don't live in Oxnard anymore? Oh, you went to no, Vegas dude. at one point, right? Yeah, I was in Vegas. We were there close to two years. We were there for a good while, and then um, uh, my wife had a little bit of uh, complications with her her certificate for her LVN license. They told her it's going to take about like maybe ten weeks just to actually get approved, and she was just saying, "I can't wait that long." So she ended up, we ended up uh, deciding to basically move back to Oxnard, and she found a job out here last night. So you're you're back in Oxnard, but because you just said when when we go back to Oxnard, so are you're in Oxnard? Yeah, I'm in. We were in Oxnard, and then uh, I transferred back to Pollo Loco. I was I was still in Pollo Loco when I was uh, in Vegas. Oh, okay. So I transferred back to it was still, it's corp it's within corporate. So I was there. I moved back. We moved back, and then she started her job. So, and after a while, um, I decided to go back to school for dental assisting. I was gonna, I was gonna say that because what you're wearing doesn't look like a a, a a pollo loco outfit. It looks like a scrub. It's a scrub, yeah. I was at pollo loco for about eight years, dude. Wow. Eight years, and it was, it was like up and down. But like the last year, the the last time I was there, it was just. It went completely downhill from there, and like everything went downhill. So I was like, I don't want to get stuck here. I want to get, I'm gonna get something better. There you go. So I decided to look up this school. It's in Thousand Oaks. It's nine. It's nine Saturdays out of the month, and then um, it's after you're done, you get your extra license, you get your certification to completion, and then uh, the teacher will help you, you know, get a job basically. Oh, that's good, man. So basically, that's what I did, and then after a while, like I was still at Boyle, and then my sister-in-law was like, "Hey, you guys want to move down here? My roommates are are leaving, and I want to like you know rent it out to strangers. I want to keep it with family." So we're like, we decided, okay, we'll we'll move down here. So we moved down to Fullerton, which I'm like not that far from you, and um. We've been going to be here, what, almost two years? So, see, you're, you're not in Oxnard. You're in Fullerton. Yeah, I'm in So, you had me now. confused for a second, bro. <laughs> you confused the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> My bad. Okay. No, it's like, but, yeah, dude, and then also just, like, it's just, like, the whole, like, the whole moving and everything else was, like, it's kind of hectic, so. Yeah, and I remember you, when, one day you told me you were down the street, and I'm like, yeah, dude, coming on, come on in podcast, but... Obviously, everyone's schedules and stuff. You're only 36 minutes away. Um, everyone's schedules and everything is so weird. Like, right now, I was sitting on my sofa. My wife's like, what's going on? I'm like, just waiting for this guy to hit me up. We're going to record a podcast. And she's like, I don't know if you're going to record a podcast. I'm like, it's just, it, it just, I don't know where. Hey, we, mm -hmm. we're doing this or not? <laughs> I know the moment you found out your sister was on a podcast, you got all jealous and shit. You wanted to be on. No, I see. I was like, no, nah, we should do it. And I was thinking about it for a while, but then. I was like, oh, might as well actually do one too. So. Yeah, no, I, but the thing is, uh, when when she came, she drove down here and she brought her sister in law, and I and I pretty much forced a microphone down her face, and she, <laughs> you know, and uh, but I took him to go eat sushi after. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah she likes sushi. You don't you don't get sushi, bro. You you're not you're, uh, not, you're not here. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're not here, bro. But um, yeah, man, uh, dude, it's been a long time, bro. But you were a little kid when I met you. Now you're all. Full grown man with a beard and married. Yep. And if I'm correct, you married your high school sweetheart, no? Yes, I did. That's good, man. It's going. Everything's good. going good. 
Yeah, it's going good. We've been together since 2008. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I freaking um, I know um, I just like I said, I just go based off of what I see on your Facebook and stuff like that. I'm like, oh shit, put that out. That's pretty cool. What else is up, man? What else is new? What else are you into? Uh, well, right now I'm just basically trying to get uh my hobby situated. So I'm gonna start. Hopefully, I'm gonna start making um the rugs. The what now? Like I'm gonna start making like like tough like rugs like tufting rugs. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I got a tough a tufting gun, and then I got the frame. All I need to do is just get the glue, and then and then the fabric and and my projector. There you go. That I have. There you go. Yeah, the wife has um, she has a cricket. I just bought her for um, for her birthday. Got her the iron, the iron. Oh, pressed. the iron one. Yeah. So, I got my wife. I got my wife the the Cricut Maker Three for Christmas. Uh, that's what she has the three, and then uh, she I bought her the iron, and then uh, she's she's she has the thing on her table right now. So I know she's gonna be playing with something. I told her I wanted her to make me like like some old fashioned wrestling t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Making it with uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. No, I was, talking, I was thinking more of the Rock. Oh my God. <laughs> You smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah, I told her to make me this little, this little tiny bowl that I can put on my camera bag. So, I... <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's yeah. pretty good. And uh, no, nah, but uh, no, nah, yeah. I mean, just uh, that, I mean, that's good, man. Just uh, what do you call it? I know, like, I, like for a while you lived in, you lived, you did live in Vegas, and then uh, I mean, I, I just, I lost contact with everybody, man. You know, when I hooked up with the mother of my kids, it's like I didn't talk to anybody i lost friends i lost i lost everything bro it's like didn't talk to anybody and then once in a while bump into you and it was kind of like uncomfortable because she made it uncomfortable <laughs> and then uh i know i know after we were i know after i i i i, I left um there's a couple of times where you were you would give me the heads up hey i saw your baby's mom and the kids look like shit i'm like fuck i know i hear that a lot dude i know the last the very last time i saw her was I was in where was I? I was at Food for Less. Yeah. That was the last time I saw her. She's like, Hey, I'm like I'm like, Hello, like do you remember you? I'm like, I remember you. And she's like, Yeah, she's like, I'm like, I told her how you been. She's like, I've been good. And then she's like, Do you hear the news? And I'm like, Yeah, kinda. And then she's like, Well and she's like, Well, anyways, uh, I'm gonna move to where did she go? Oregon? Yeah. I'm gonna go to Oregon, start a new life. This is that. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, good. Best of luck to you and everything else. And then after that, she was like, all right, well, then it was nice seeing you. And then everything else. And then she yeah. said, bye. I remember. Okay, and that when's the last time you saw her? I already had full custody of the kids, dude. Oh yeah. I, I already had full custody of the kids, so I yeah. Uh, yeah, she left to Oregon. She didn't tell anybody. You know, the kids were waiting for her for a Fourth of July, and she never showed up, dude. So it's like. <laughs> yeah so yeah that was that was that was a minute ago man that was that was a minute ago but uh yeah dude i still got the kids man they they they, they the boys are getting older man i know i remember when uh when your um your oldest one was little i remember when he was like a little tiny yeah <laughs> now <laughs> he's not comfort. he's not a little tiny no more dude i know it's, it's like taking him to go sell the papers and everything, yeah oh yeah right <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he's a little Andy. Yeah, he's not tiny no more, bro. I know, dude. They're all big now. And uh, what about your girl, dude? Specif- uh, Layla or the wife? Yeah, Layla. Layla moved out, bro. She went to go live with her mom again. Um, She wasn't a big fan of my rules and shit. So. Oh, it's what it is, man. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Exactly. So, um, exactly. it is what it is, bro. Um, She... She's been gone for a little bit now. She's been gone. Uh, I think she left in six. I'm gonna say sixteen or no, seventeen. I'm not sure, bro. She was. I think she was sixteen years old when she left. So she's wow. been. She's been out of the house for almost three years. And uh, it is what it is, man. Like I said, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink. That's true. So other than Very that, true. everything's fine. Um, here, I mean, from what I hear, she's still alive. So she's that's good. <laughs> She's still alive. That's all that matters, right? Yes, that's all that matters. That's so, all that matters. yeah, no. Other than that, I mean, just, you know, back and forth to the doctor lately. You know, the older we get, the more checkups we get. And uh, 
Yeah, they pretty much told me on uh, on Wednesday. What was today? Thursday? Is today Saturday? So yeah, on Thursday they told me, hey, if you want to live to see fifty, you need to stop uh, eating meat. So no more red meat, no more chicken, no more pork. Chicken. Yeah, bro, chicken. Um, chicken causes uh, gout. Oh yes, it does. Yes, yeah. it does. So. Yes. So yeah, no more chicken, uh, no more red meat, no more pork, no more salt. Pretty much, yeah. um, put a bullet, duck. Shoot me, duck. <laughs> I text my brother-in-law, my hey dude, can can I come at you? Like, can I rush you? And you, in self-defense, shoot me. I mean, my family <laughs> would hate you, but you'd be doing me a solid. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> my wife's like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> Hey, but there's not, there ain't nothing wrong with eating uh, plant-based products, honestly. No, nah, well, no, nah, just uh, more. The doctor said more greens, obviously, and then yeah, I guess true. once they hit a healthy diet, once they hit a healthy weight, then I mean, there's nothing wrong with you know in and out, you know, once in a while. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just gotta stop. I gotta stop eating. I gotta pretty much change my whole lifestyle right now. Mm-hmm. So, and what sucks is that I also have diverticulitis. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of greens that I can't eat. Like broccoli is one of them, mm-hmm. and then my wife was researching beans. I said I couldn't have beans, but then when you look into it more deeper, I can have beans. She just has to soak them in water for like twelve hours before she cooks oh. them. And then once she cooks them, once they're cooked, they need to be blended because I can't I can't have them solid. I can't have corn. Oh. I can't do. There's a lot of stuff that I can't have. What? I'm not doing. And the, everybody, it's a trip because my 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 boss at one point she he was like. When I found out I had diverticulitis, he was like, dude, what the hell? You you ride your bike a lot. You've been losing a lot of weight. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. but I neglected my life for 37 years. So <laughs> <laughs> for the first 37 years of my life, I ate whatever the hell came in front of me. So exactly. So no, now um, now it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, gotta gotta go healthier now. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see what's. I I guess I I, I was telling my father-in-law today because he was because. I'm on a certain medication that they gave me on Thursday that uh-huh. I can't do like heavy, uh, like a heavy workout because I've been going to the gym. So mm-hmm. no, I can't lift weights right now. Oh. So all I did was go on the treadmill for like an hour. And my father-in-law was like, what the hell are you are you taking? I'm like, I'm just taking a medication that I can't be working out. I'm like, well, the moment the doctor brings up the word, the term heart attack, that's that changes your, mm-hmm. your point of view of life, dude. So yeah, yeah no more... Um, no more uh, red meat, cause, cause usually what we do after the gym is we drive by we on his, on our way home. There's a there's a panaderia. They <laughs> they make the great pan great pan dulce, bro, and they also have obviously coffee, and their coffee's pretty bomb, dude. Mm-hmm. And um, I swear, do you want coffee? And she, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, cause, cause I can't get off and get one. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. They told me I can't drink coffee. Also, not that I drink coffee on a regular basis, cause I get my sleep, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't drink coffee. I I don't drink coffee during the week. I drink coffee on on Saturday and Sunday, cause mm-hmm. we stop by to get it for my suero. You know. Mm-hmm. No, he's like it's okay. Don't worry about it. I I have coffee at home. We'll just get it. I'll make it at home. I'm like, all right, cool. So, gotta change the lifestyle, bro. Yeah, dude. Honestly, also red meat too causes diabetes as well. Yeah, you know. yeah, red meat. So um, it's just like I tell my my wife's like you're the always you're the one always complaining that you want meat with your meals. I'm like, because I stay full longer, you know. If I eat a freaking tuna sandwich in 30 minutes, I'm gonna be hungry again. <laughs> so she, so now, like I said, now it's like, well, we have to figure this shit out. And then the boys are like, "Damn it, that sucks." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, guess what? If you don't take care of yourself, this is your future." Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Oh fuck! All right, well, I guess we'll have whatever." <laughs> it's funny because uh, <laughs> it's funny because um, we were at the grocery store this morning and uh. We were in the pasta aisle. Apparently, I can't have pasta because pasta raises my uric uric acid levels. Yeah. Which is what causes diverticulitis. I mean, I'm sorry, which causes the gout and what causes this yeah. little sensation I got going on. And uh, I was like, what the fuck? That means that I'm, I was like fucking around. My damn, my mom hated me all my life. That she fed me this shit fucking when I was a kid. <laughs> all, all these fucking fidels and shit. She really hated me. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. Can you have chocolate? Uh, I've been having. Because I know sometimes uh, some people with chocolate it can actually can can actually cause gout. 
Yeah, well, I'm not a really big chocolate eater. I'm not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, once in a while, I'll have like a freaking well, not anymore. But once in a while, I would have a like a a Kit Kat or a freaking Twix or a Snicker okay. bars. But yeah, I'm not a big um, I'm not a big chocolate eater. Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, like I said, it, it, the doctor was like, because originally we thought it was a kidney stone, so I was shitting bricks, dude. Yeah, uh, I, I have kidney stones. You do? I have. I already had two episodes. So. Oh man! So I I heard that my thing was I was shitting bricks because I heard they're real painful to pass. So I go to the yeah you're shaking it. So I go to the I go to the doc. So I go I go get uh so I go to the doctor for like a physical right. Mm-hmm. Then I tell him I have this little sharp pain on my side. You know that feeling that you get where usually your Hispanic parents always say, "Oh, it's just ide, it's just ide." <laughs> okay, that's what it feels like, bro. And uh, and so I'm like, I have this pain right here. So he had me get a TC scan, and then when he saw that there's a possibility of a light get the possibility of a gout flare up. I'm, I'm sorry, of a diverticulitis flare up. Flare up. Uh-huh. Not only did he give me freaking antibiotics, he had me go get an ultrasound. And uh, so I go get an ultrasound, and the lady's doing her thing with the machine, and she mm-hmm. hits whatever's hurting me, and she stops it right there. And I'm like, whatever you're, whatever is hurting me, you found it, and she's, you know, she took a couple pictures of it. So then I get a call like two days later, with the doctor telling me you have a kidney stone. Oh, dude, I was shitting bricks, bro. So I schedule an appointment with the kidney stone specialist. So when mm-hmm. I go see the specialist on Thursday, he is like, um, do you know why you're here? I'm like, well, apparently I have a kidney stone. He was like, and he starts pulling up his computer and everything. This is what a kidney stone looks like. Uh, these are your results. You don't have a kidney stone. I'm like, then what? I'm like, you don't have a kidney. I'm like, then somebody owes me a $30 copay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, you know, hold on. He's like, hold on. So we st- he starts going through my medical history. He starts going through all my stuff, and he was like, you know what, man? Um, a lot of your a lot of your blood work came back fine, but my my question is, why didn't the doctor request a urine sample? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not the doctor, doctor. And um, he's like, you do have a history of gout, so your is your uric acid is pretty high right now. On and it was my results said that it was pretty high. That and mm-hmm. the cholesterol. So he's like, that has to be what's causing you that little sharp pain because did you hit yourself? Did you bump into something? I'm like, no, it, it always hits. It always hurts. I don't have to touch it. And he's uh-huh. like, nah, that's not a kidney stone. The only reason why a kidney stone be hurting is when you're about to pass it. And based on the size that they say you have, first of all, it is that tiny that you wouldn't even feel it if the that's tiny. the case. That's what he told me. Based on the size that he, they believe I have. Mm-hmm. He's like, bullshit. No, you don't have a kidney stone. You have a, a your high levels of this acid. And um, he goes, I'm I'm sending you medication. I'm like, oh, shit. So more medication. I have to go pick it up. Bro, three fucking containers the size of this fucking phone. And, and I have to take three pills a day. Damn. I, I'm looking at my, my – I look so disappointed. And the lady, the, nerd, the the lady at the pharmacy, she says, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "You want to know how I know I'm old?" And she's like, "Why? What? How? When my pantry becomes a mini pharmacy?" Oh, dude, I ha- yeah, dude. She gave me three freaking big ass containers, and I have to eat three pills a day, and I have to eat it with food. Yeah. So, yeah, I, which I didn't take it earlier with my tuna sandwich. Son of a bitch. No, yeah, I did. I take that back. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, dude. So yeah, getting old sucks, man. I know, honestly, because uh, I went to the doctors like not like recently, and um, reasons why because I always get I always get headaches, and well, but now that I have high blood pressure, so she gave me pills for high blood pressure. Yeah, high blood pressure is the silent killer, bro. I've been taking high blood pressure medication for the past so... fifteen years, bro. So I've been taking habit pressure right now. Then I'm also watching what I eat too. So basically, like eating stuff with like less salt or a little bit of salt, and then I'll just um, watching what I eat as well. So yeah, no, I, I mean I, we've been we've been kind of abstaining from like red meats 
and other type of meats. But like we've been like, if it's like a special occasion, we'll eat it. But other than that, we'll just basically like stick to like almost like a vegan diet. You could yeah. say. I just this morning I bought three boxes of fucking Cheerios because it lowers your cholesterol. Like son <laughs> of a bitch, I've reduced myself to Wick days again. <laughs> <laughs> no more mini wheats. <laughs> no more mini wheats, bro. <laughs> nah, so yeah, dude, I I just gotta I I gotta at the end of the day, bro. It's just it's it's a reality check, bro. We just gotta, you yep. know, like I've been taking high blood pressure medication forever, and you know it's it's a trip because when when my buddy passed away back in nineteen, I, I it was a reality check also, and I weighed myself. And mm-hmm. I was like 285. I was like, holy shit, 285? Like, I'm pushing 300 pounds. So I started drinking this stuff. And, uh, dude, I dropped like 40 pounds like in oh, wow. months, bro. So I'm all right, cool. But then I tapped out. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm not losing anymore. And then just little, and then I couldn't afford this stuff anymore because it was like $285 per the kit, you know? So I started noticing that little by little, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like, but my weight size is not moving. You know what I mean? So I was like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? So I'm pushing. I'm, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm 15 pounds away from where I used to, where I was at. No way. Mm-hmm. So little by little, I've been kind of like, this last, this last like three weeks, I've been kind of watching, kind of watching what I'm eating, how I'm eating it. I, I This year alone, I cut fast food. Before the doctor told me anything. This year, I mm-hmm. cut fast food. I cut soda. Um, dude, I've been 40 years sober. I don't drink, no smoking, nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't you missed a joke fool um no i got it i got okay. it okay and uh <laughs> so you know freaking um yeah just just like i said at the beginning of the year i'm like i'm not i'm cutting it out before like i said before the doctor even told me anything mm-hmm. i've been making my lunches for for work and i've been ta- i've been taking tuna sandwich a tuna sandwich or a bologna sandwich or with, a, with an apple hard-boiled egg and 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 a um a, a cutie with yeah. 62 ounces of water and then like my smoothie, I've been I still been drinking my smoothie, but I've been changing it up because the doc, again the doctor's like, well, if you're having it every day and this is what your body is doing, then maybe you uh-huh. need to switch it up. And then I heard the cherries also help with 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 gout, so I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Do. So okay, so what I do now is like one day I'll have a smoothie with blueberries for fiber, cherries, uh-huh. um, celery stick, and and spinach. Uh-huh. So then the next day I'll have one with strawberries spinach a little bit of ginger banana and then next the next day i switch it up so i switch the combinations around so it's not the same thing every day and i have noticed a difference in 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 my stomach my body how how i use the restroom so i'm like, uh-huh. okay cool so it's just it's just kind of like playing with your 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 ingredients and playing with your recipes on, on what's up like i said I, I take tuna i've been taking tuna now and when I started this process, I was 272. This uh-huh. morning, I weighed myself. I was one 263. Oh, nice. So I've lost 11, uh, you know, nine pounds in like two weeks uh-huh. because of just changing my eating habits for lunch. Because, like I said, if I, I used to get hungry and it's just like it was so easy because I'm out in the streets all day. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I have an account that's next door to McDonald's. So I hey, look <laughs> drive through. I have an account that's next door to a Burger King. Whoop, drive through. Mm-hmm. When I was drinking the stuff, it was a trip because I would I had fast food for a whole week every day, bro. With with what I was drinking, and I gained mm-hmm. nothing. So once you don't have this stuff, you know it doesn't work the same way. Yeah. So, um, it is what it is. It's just it's just trying to get healthier, man. It's at the end of the day, yeah. at the like the doctor told me, he's like he told me, he goes, you can't do what I do. I'm like. The hell, you know, enter, you know, what's that? What's that phrase? What's that term called? Uh, entertain me or or or, or, or whatever, flatter me or whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Oh, I, I I changed my life to vegan. I'm vegan, nothing but greens." And I was like, "What the fuck?" He goes, "Yeah, nothing but greens." And and he um he's sixty two years old, and he's like, "Dude, you're you're young, man. You're still a kid, dude. We shouldn't have to have a conversation about a heart attack at 40 uh-huh. I'm like, "Yes, sir." So, we'll see what's up, man. We got to change our diet, bro. Yes, exactly. Honestly, more, more cardio, more moving around, and more, you know, just yeah. Gotta gotta think. I I have you know, my kids and family to to worry about after I'm gone. So, exactly. Well, I won't worry, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so let's get into our topic. Um, you hit me up a few weeks ago when I, when we said it's your turn to come on, and you talked about 
being too nice or how we, how much is how nice is too nice was that the question like how much is too nice or something like that yeah so why personal experience what's going on yeah just personal experiences honestly it's like it's it's like uh how can you put it it's like let's say like last time my like i had like i was i felt bad for this lady because she was just like looking around her car and I was on my way to the the doctor's appointment, and she was just like, you know, looking around, and I'm like, and I told her, you need help, and she's like, yeah, I need help. I need to, you know, put air in my tire, and I, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, and I, and I said, okay, I'll help her out. So then, basically, that ended up being a really long process, and she was like, you could see she was a little, what's the word, little, like meticulous, you could say. She was like. Like exactly, you know, to the to the T, how she wanted to the, her her air type pressure, and I was like, okay. And then I was I was like, somewhat like maybe five ten minutes late for my for my doctor's appointment because you stopped and, to help someone else. Yeah, basically, like be like being like a nice person. Yeah, and then also you know, especially work is especially work. You know, you like it's like you know, you don't want to you don't want to look bad and not say no. You know. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, like, it's like, you know, you don't want to help me out on this. So then you, you say yes. Or like, you know, are you, do you, are you okay to stay late? And you say yes. Or instead of saying, no, I can't, you know, it's like, in my mind, it's like, you know, it's, it's money. Right. So you, you have the same scenario as the movie in the same scenario, the same scenario as in the movie. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, I can't really say no. But remember, like, remember, been... remember, there was a really mean dog outside the old lady's house, right? Yes. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I get you, dude. I get you. I think there was a time where, where it, it was, I mean, to this day, I mean, I still think it's sometimes it's hard to say no. Um, there's been times where I've always said yes, or there's been times where, um, example, like being too nice. Like to, there's different, there's different examples of, of nice. So for example, today, just today alone. Uh, my son and I went to the mall because um, about a month ago I had his phone fixed. The battery broke and the battery died and he needed a mm -hmm. new battery. So we went to the mall today to take it back because he dropped his phone on Monday and mm -hmm. you can hear a rattle inside the phone, oh. meaning the battery came loose. Uh -huh. So I took it back to the homie and he's like, yeah, um, it's going to be about an hour. Give me about an hour. So I told my son, why are we going to go home to come back? So we, mm -hmm. we lingered in the mall and we started walking. We walked to the arcade and after like, like pretty much the guy told me at, at, at 11.20, your phone be ready at um mm -hmm. in an hour. That's right. So by 11, 11.24, I told my son, okay, we're done. What do we do? <laughs> in four <laughs> minutes, we're like, we walked, to the, we walked to the arcade. We looked at the prices and like, it's not even worth it. Mm -hmm. We go downstairs. We're just, we're just going to loop the mall and we find this, uh, this little little wallet purse type thing and attached uh -huh. to a attached to a Mercedes Benz key mm -hmm. uh, clicker. And uh, so I, you know, I opened it and I, I can see the lady's ID and I, I can see, I didn't take anything out, but I can see her, her ID, her address. I told my son, Google the address to see how far she lives. She was only nine minutes away from the mall. I'm, All right, cool. Huh? We went up to a stand and I'm like, Hey, where's the, where's the um, lost and found. And the lady looked like she was new. She was a young kid, young girl. She had no idea where it was at. So we started walking the mall to find security. Mm -hmm. Haven't bumped into any of them. So now I'm like, I told my son, so should we just drive to the lady's house? And he was like, but if she lost her key here, she won't be home because her key's here. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. valid point. After 20 minutes looking for the security window, my son decided to fucking Google the, the phone number. And I called, and they're like, "Yeah, it's over there by the arcade." I'm like, "Fuck, we were just <laughs> over there. We were just over there." So we walked from one end of the mall of the mall to the other end of the mall to return this to return the wallet. I'm like, hopefully the, the the lady you know comes looking for it, uh -huh. and uh, that was a nice thing. That was that was being nice. Mm -hmm. You know, when we go to the grocery store and you have guys outside asking money for food. The question is, are you really hungry? Because if you're really hungry, let's walk over here. My wife did that a couple weeks ago where uh -huh. she took um, this young kid to the McDonald's and she bought him something to eat. 
but I guess he had friends because then when she was approaching the, the McDonald's, two other guys came up to her and like, hey, we're hungry too. So she bought them food as well. Oh. You know? Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is that she's never she's never been like that. She was never like that. Like she always like when I give people money, she was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, babe, my, my conscience is clean. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know? So she she did that. So that's that's being nice. But then there's the different kind of nice where you know, I like in my in my in my situation, I'm only nice to certain individuals because of let's say other individuals there are in the in the mix. So let's say mm-hmm. let's say that let's say that let's say let's go let's use my son as an example. Let's say that his friend and I'm sure your parents felt like that about me when I used to come around. Um let's say his friend's a piece of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But that's my son's friend. Oh, perfect example, my buddy Roger. I just had a conversation with him the other day about it. When I brought Roger around, around, um, I'm gonna say I don't give a shit around my my the my family, my uh-huh. you know, um, he he gave a bad impression. He gave a bad oh. impression, and uh, uh-huh. they didn't like him very much. They didn't uh-huh. like him very much because he he um, woman like he they made it like they came up as he came up he made himself look like a womanizer kind of a thing right oh and um and uh actually it's kind of the same scenario so that i'm going with but it's we're talking about me so let's say that my son so he wasn't liked very much because of that same thing so let's say the same thing happens with my son right and my Mm -hmm. son brings a kid over that is kind of a douchebag but as long as he's not a douchebag to my to my son Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be nice i'll be nice Mm -hmm. same scenario my friend's not a douchebag to me, so my mm-hmm. wife is nice to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, there's that kind of nice, I guess, uh, faking it, you know. But mm. then there's the nice, there's there's the ones where you're too nice that people take advantage of. You know, so there's the uh, nice exa- example where me, for example, I'm gonna use me as an example. My buddy Luis. Every time I came up to him. I would ask him to borrow money, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and I've known this guy since, since junior high, man, since high school, I'm sorry, since high school. And when I was running around with my baby's mom, we were always mm-hmm. in financial situation, situation, uh, financial problems, situations. bro. situations. That's the uh-huh. reason why we got into the newspaper thing, because we never had money to survive. Mm-hmm. Knowing that my friend was that nice, I would always ask him for money. Hey, can I borrow this? And he would never say no, bro. Never say no. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Months later. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. I knew that this guy was just that nice that he would never tell me no. Mm-hmm. So then I go and take, I, I would take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's that nice also. That's him being way too nice that I took advantage of. And mm-hmm. and, and after years later man he 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 told me because i got him a job i got him into walmart and Mm -hmm. uh, when i was there and he told me this makes us even pretty much because i got i helped him get a job you know and uh but there's there's like i said there's also the scenarios where you're you're nice to people i i guess using my son as an example the trying to i'm trying to word it where I don't offend anyone, bro. I'm just like I just recently got told that uh that I I've used my podcast to badmouth people and that's not what I do. So I'm trying to kind of like in a way of say it where I don't offend anybody, but um I feel like I'm too nice to certain people because mm-hmm. of my wife. Let's say that. So they we kind of have an idea of why. I recently I recently said that um the venting, right? Venting, venting to to people. If I don't vent to people, then I'm gonna come and tell you how I really feel. Mm-hmm. So then that's me being nice, right? Me not telling you how I truly feel, or calling mm-hmm. you out on your bullshit, is me being nice. Mm-hmm. Why am I nice? Because you know it, it can affect my family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so I, I vent to 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 a friend. I vent to a friend. So because if I don't vent to him then I'm going to, you know, like I said, I'm going to call people on their bullshit. So that's yeah. me. That's me being nice. Yeah. So there's just so many different examples. I probably threw everybody off of my examples right now, but <laughs> there's just so many different examples of what's being too nice. 
yeah. you know, you see somebody in need and you stop not and, and knowing it's probably going to affect your your day. You know mm-hmm. what, bro? At the end of the day, bro, there's nothing wrong with that. There's with that example you gave me. There's nothing wrong with that because you know why? Yeah. Because I'm gonna go back to the 9/11 situation, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people survived that day because they were running late, because yeah. they were being nice to someone, because you know um, they could have pulled over to help somebody change their tire, whatever yeah. the case would be. So you kind of have to be, you know, in a way. You could have missed a a bus hitting your car because that bus drove by five minutes before yeah. you got to that intersection. Yep. So I mean, if you're being taken, I mean, I don't think the lady took advantage of you. She just really, no, she did. She truly really, she truly didn't did need help. But um, but is there a, like another situation that 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 you felt you were too nice? At work, you're saying at work, you never say no at work, right? Yeah, because that was, that was when I was at, at Boy Local. You know, like how they give you like, oh, if you want, if you want to work for like the holidays, and you get like, like half pay, and I'm like, all right, cool, half pay, you know. And then it's like, it's not really worth it, you know. But I said yes, like I always say yes. And um, it's like when was it? Like last time, it was like a like perfect example when i used to work at um when i used to work at valley plus remember valley plus oh yeah that that was a long time ago i used to work in the meat department oh that's right that's right yeah i used to work in the meat department there was times where like you know like they say oh you know do you wanna if you know you want you guys whoever wants to work this day you know you'll get half You'll get, you know, you'll pay in a half. I'm like, cool, pay in a half. It'll be nice, you know. But then I'll, I'll always say yes, you know, like give me, like I'll, I'll stay. Yeah, cool, it's fine. And then you know, it's like when it comes to the check, you know, it's like, was it really worth it? Yeah. So then, like, it's like now, it's like I'm kind of weary. Like, it's like when they say like pay in a half with it, when it comes to like holidays, I'm like, eh, yeah, I'll say yes, but then I'll regret it afterwards. Yeah, I think um, I like here for example where I work at. They recently, you know, we had to submit our orders by like four o'clock, and they recently switched it to two thirty. Mm-hmm. So since technically, all your orders need to be submitted by two thirty, mm-hmm. I'm not staying past two thirty one, bro. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's not you you can't you can't do anything else. Pretty much, you're you're done. You know, yeah. so I'll take I'll take off. Like if there's something extra I need to do. Um, like let's say go back to a store and kind of touch up their box, or you know, go back to another store and and put up some displays or or whatever to take a photo. Mm-hmm. I do it within the time frame of the two thirty. So, I if I know that if I know that tomorrow I'm need, I'll need an extra hour, and mm-hmm. I finish my day at one thirty, then I'll go do a store for the next day so that gives me that extra hour the next mm-hmm. day to do it where I'm still off the clock by two thirty. Oh, cool. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think I learned to say when it comes to work. I think I learned to say no after, like it's like yeah. you said, you 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 work all these hours, extra hours, and then when you look at your paycheck, it's like, damn, Uncle Sam took most of it. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah, like like right now, home homie is telling me that my tax guy is telling me that I'm only gonna get eighteen hundred dollars back. Huh? It's like, what the fuck, man? I got two dependents. I have. You know, like the wife's working too, so um, plus hers, and because last mm-hmm. year there was an error with our taxes, oh, uh, uh-huh. pretty much what he's quoting me right now is going to be like, well, you're not going to get it because it's going to go to the taxes you owe. Oh damn! I'm like, Ooh, que la chingada! All that for what? Oh, I know. So I, I changed my we... dependence at work for zeros to zeros for for nothing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, at work, I I I, I work till whatever time I have to work and then I'm out. And then, uh, um, I think here, like I said, I hear, I, I only agree. Like my buddy, Roger, I was telling me, he was telling me, I was talking to him on Friday and, uh, yesterday. And he, he, he reminded me that back in it, cause I, I, I don't say yes a lot anymore. Uh-huh. And he, um, he reminded me that they said, dude, you back in the day, I told you to stop saying yes to everything. 
but now you even say no to me, dude. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, you're an asshole to me. Like, it's funny because um, they were giving out Taylor Swift tickets yesterday on the radio. Okay. And I was trying to win some for my son because he's a straight-A student. And he, uh-huh. he, he loves Taylor Swift. And my wife's never been to a concert. So I was like, okay, if I try to win these, they can go. So I was on the phone with him. And I hung up, bro, when her song came on the radio. Straight Ooh. hang up. Dude, I didn't even give him a warning. Boom, just hang up, and he sends me a text message, and he was just pretty much saying, "Watch it, let me find it real quick." Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. I can't believe you hung up on me. Our friendship is now over. Thank you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> 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 and uh, but yeah, he he, like I said, he reminded me the other day that that I'm I'm not the same yes man that I used to be, you know. Back in the day, my, my, my brother Danny actually one day reminded, like, kind of like, because I had two of my brothers living here with us, and I kind of let uh-huh. them get away with murdering a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, and he told me he understands why I do it, because I haven't, I didn't talk to my brothers for a long time, yeah. so I don't want to upset them where they're going to leave, and yeah. uh, and he was like, you're just being, you're being too nice, you're you're being too nice, and I'm like, uh, he goes, I would have fucking done this and I would have done that. And I would have done it. So I'm like, yeah, no, he's right. He's right. There's, I guess, I guess in a way is you pick your battles. Yeah, that's true. I guess you pick your battles, bro. There is no really, there is no really, um, a, 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 I guess a right or wrong answer for this one, Mm-mm. you know, cause there's the reason why, I mean, I, I recently was, I just recently was told that, that, Apparently, I'm bad mouthing the family, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hurt by that. Why am I hurt by that? Because it reminds me of what my mom and my baby's mom did, have done to me, for, to me my whole life. Was like pretty mm-hmm. much my mom always accused me of calling CPS on her. My mom always accused me of things bad that happened in her life that she turned mm-hmm. my siblings against me. Mm-hmm. You know, she turned my siblings against me, and then my baby's mom. You know, did I fuck up and and and, and clotheslined her and pretty much put her in the hospital? Yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. You know, but then she goes and tells her version of the story, and she makes it seem like I fucking try to kidnap her and everything. So I'm over here defending my. I've always had to defend my honor. You know, mm-hmm. my whole pretty much almost my whole life from my own mother and then my baby's mom. So when I hear that. When I hear, oh, you're you're bad mouthing the family. So pretty much when you're fucking lying about my actions, mm-hmm. it, it, it pisses me off, bro. But here I am, have to fake a, a, a smile at the next family gathering because, you know, I have to be nice. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I was talking to my to my brother-in-law, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but Officer Ricky. And he was like, dude, let me it, it, He's like, nah, I need you to. I guess I, he was like, I'm, I'm told him, I'm not going to go to your party, bro. Fuck that. I'm not going to your party. I'm not going. I don't want to be there. I don't want to see anybody. I don't mm-hmm. want to. If this is how they think of me, and it, he's really good at and at not, uh, what do you call it? At um, he's really good at kind of speaking from both ends and shit. Mm-hmm. But he can never really under fully understand me. He knows my story. He's heard my mm-hmm. podcast. He's been on my podcast multiple times, but he can mm-hmm. never understand everything. Because he's never been in my shoes. Yeah. And he doesn't understand that why it bothers me so much that that someone believes that I'm over here just bad-mouthing the family. Mm-hmm. He knows that I don't because he listens to every podcast. He listens to every yeah. episode. He's been on a lot of episodes. So he knows <laughs> I don't. But what he doesn't understand is why it bothers me. It's like mm-hmm. you're attacking the my character. Mm-hmm. You know, you're making me seem to be someone that I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not here bashing. Do I come in here and speak scenarios of what's happened? Do I come on here and, and talk about certain individuals and how we work around it? Yeah, but to physically say, oh, they're pieces of shit and they're fucking this and they're fucking that. That's my definition of bad-mouthing someone. Yeah, that is honestly. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, if I'm on here and if I'm on here just saying, just kind of venting about a situation or whatever and try to get a solution out of it, then that's a different story. But to physically say that I'm bad mouthing people and that's what yeah. and, I, and I told my wife I'm done being nice I'm done being nice you know we had a Super Bowl event and uh, 
you know, somebody was getting under my skin, bro. Like they were just like, uh-huh. and it, it couldn't have been, and it wasn't something that was that big of a deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, but again, like I was telling officer Ricky, when I feel that the person is in, it, attacking my intelligence again, he doesn't understand what I mean by that because he doesn't live in my shoes. He's never been in my shoes. So mm-hmm. when I feel that a person's attacking my intelligence, then I'm going to, then I'm going to, if they continue, then I'm going to snap. And I snapped mm-hmm. and I snapped because then, you know, he brought it to my attention. He brought it to my attention a couple of days later. He said, Hey man, you, you know, you came off kind of like in a nice way. He didn't say asshole, but he, he, he could have. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, I'm like, and I explained to him, like, dude, you know, I felt like he's attacking my intelligence. So, yeah, I, I got tired of it and I snapped. So, again, mm-hmm. when I tell my wife I'm done, that means that I'm done being nice. I'm done being nice, bro. Yeah. So, when it comes to being how much is too nice, pretty much, you have to pick your battles. Pretty much. You have to say, like, you got you to gotta basically, like, know when to say no. Basically. No, yeah. Yeah. No is always good, and yes is always. It's like it's like half and half. You could say. I I I think sometimes you have to also set boundaries, man. So boundaries yeah. is a big is a big one. Uh, I know that here. It's um, it kind of certain people don't like when you put boundaries, mm-hmm. but you have to. Like my baby's mom, you know, at one point she just got she got tired of my shit. It's funny because she always said that. So I was always too nice. There we go. I can probably use that as an example. I was always too nice, and I would always tell her, "Yes, okay, it's my weekend, but you can take the kids, okay." Yeah. And then one day I just got tired of it, bro. I'm like, "No, this is my weekend. This is what we signed up for. This is what we went to court for. You said you wanted during the week, and you gave me the weekends. Now you're asking for a certain weekends. Those are my time. So." I stopped being nice, bro. And I started telling her, nah, no, no. It was around the same time my wife came into the picture. So what did she mm-hmm. do? Make it seem like the my wife was the one with the balls. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Andy was never like this until now, blah, blah, blah. And then it wasn't even like that, bro. It was just me finally tired of it. And it just happened to be around the same time that my wife came into our lives, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, she would get pissed off. You're a fucking asshole on this. And, like, she would call me that. I'm like, wow. Um let me freak, let me remind you of who made you me who made me this way, and uh, let me remind you that you might not like it because I'm doing it to you, but you made me this way, and uh, <laughs> you know yeah everybody I guess at one point yeah you know like like I said again my buddy Roger was like I remember you used to be so fucking nice, and now and now you're a dick, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're a dick. You got to be a dick sometimes, honestly. It's like you got to stick up to yourself. Um, Yeah, I mean, it, it comes with, like I said, I mean, it, it just, I guess something needs to happen for you to finally say, fuck this, man. Yeah, honestly, it's like, it's like if it's, if it's like on repeat and then it's going to basically, you know, repeat itself, the cycle's going to continue. And it's like you got to break yourself from the cycle. You, you just got to. Yeah. Basically, think about yourself and think about you know your future, your consequences, and what's going to happen. Because if you continue to say yes, yes, and yes, you know people are going to take advantage, and then you're going to like, oh, you know, we're going to go with this guy because he's always says yes. He's not going to say no. He never backs down. But in reality, you know, and like deep down inside, it's like you know, it's like I'm tired. I don't want to do this, and I just want to go home. Yeah. No, there's there's uh, scenarios at work where. Um, you're just you know you know you're 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 nice to people because you're you're told you're told that you have to be um you know customers always right and you yeah. bite your tongue and you bite your tongue but there's one like this I I said it before but there's one customer that were, ended up calling me a bitch and I fucking just finally snapped bro I finally I stopped being nice you know and 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 yeah. the reaction that I got from him was amazing because. I should have done that a long time ago. You know, I don't, you know what? Fuck you, man. Write your own fucking orders. Fuck this shit. I don't like the way you've been talking to me for the past two fucking years. And, um, and I walked the fuck out, dude. And, uh, it's just, there's, I, I mean, I, I, my, you know, again, officer Ricky has, has seen me come home fucking crying because it was just that bad of a day of, of work. And you have to bite your tongue with certain people, you know? And so, they moved us to a new route, new territory. So before I get to come home crying, 
I'm just putting my boundaries on customers. I'm just starting fresh, new boundaries, new customers, and no, bullshit. I had a customer on yesterday tell me, hey, that new beer, man, it's been out for a while, and, and, and I haven't had it. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's a lie. That hasn't been here for a while. And mm-hmm. just barely came out last Friday, and it was after the fact that I saw your store. So, no, it has not been out here for a while. And he kind of like, before I would have been like, no, sir, it's never been happening here, sir. You know, <laughs> sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I may not know what, what love, I might not be a smart man, but I know what love is. No, <laughs> yeah, Jenny. So no, dude, I I, I kind of like checked them, bro. I'm like, no, 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 no. This has not been out for a while. It barely came out on Friday. Bullshit. And he kind of like changed his tone and kind of like, woo, you know. There's another yeah. there's another customer that called me, and he went. I said I wanted you here at eight o'clock, and I'm whoa. First of all, sir. New route, new territory. I'm still trying to learn everything. So let me finish what I'm doing now, and I'll gladly go over there. I went by last Friday. He wasn't there, bro. And I told his nephew, I'm not waiting for him to get here. He snapped at me a couple weeks ago because I wasn't here at 8 o'clock. I've been here Mm -hmm. since 7.30, so you're going to do the order. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to do the order. One of us is doing the order. I'm not waiting, and I'm not coming back. So, yeah, sometimes you got to put your foot down and just – Yeah, I know. It's just picking your battles, bro. That's all. The stories I could tell when I had from Pollo Loco, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> God. But you said the customer is always right. You got to bite your tongue. You got to be nice to them. I'm like, God. Okay. Well, Sometimes just... you just need somebody to put you through hell and back, bro, so you can freaking. It's, a, it's funny because I used this example the other day. My kids are like, Dad. You know the Cowboys are losing and they they don't they suck and this and that and I'm like and then oh and then when 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 they lost against the 49ers I'm like oh well you know pack my jersey up again put it away and I got somebody called me hit me up what the fuck dude look at that they suck and I'm like I'm like aren't you mad I'm like I'm annoyed yeah but after what my baby's mom put me through I can survive the Cowboys losing one more season I mean. Nothing is worse. No, no one can do worse than what I've already survived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, dude. You've been through like through thick and thin, dude. I remember my guy yeah. with the email through my sister, too. What happened? <laughs> with the email she sent through my sister, too. <laughs> that was funny. Dude. She was laughing and whatnot. And I remember when you told her, it's like, you talking smack to her sister is like talking smack about Ben. And she was like, I like Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that specific. Uh, the that, that, that the thing is that the thing is in the beginning everybody was a comp- everybody was a threat to her, man. I had just gotten with yeah. her and I was I was hanging out with your sister. I was hanging out with another friend and all this. And that's what I had a lot of. A lot of I had a lot of female friends. And uh, your sister was one of them, dude. Your sister, your yeah. sister. Some I would come to your house, and you guys would treat me like a king, dude. And I was nothing. I was just a friend. And um, you, you guys cheated at Uno. Just saying. Anyways, nah, and, nah, uh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we didn't. We never, never. <laughs> and uh, she just, you know, saw everybody as a threat. So, you know, she, no, she, she took that nice guy, and she. That guy's gone, dude. And I, I feel bad sometimes because I've said it before. I feel like my wife gets a shit into the stick, and she doesn't get that romance that 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 you know that other people had from me. And it's a trip because when it's just us two, you know, the kids come back home from their visit with their mom, and how was you guys' weekend? Oh, your dad did this, and your dad did that, and we did this, and we did that, and they're like, "Really, dad? Really? You're only nice to mom because we're not around." <laughs> I'm, i don't need an audience that's all <laughs> but oh my god i guess man at the end of the day bro it's just picking your battles bro yeah honestly picking your battles and then uh you know just with me i know that i can be angry of what was said recently but at the end of the day i'm gonna have to bite my tongue and you know i could t- i told i because even even officer rick is like well then i'm gonna have a word with them i'm like Bro, it's not even worth it, man. We're going to end up causing somebody a heart attack, and then for what? It is yeah. what it is. It is what it is, bro. Exactly. It is what it is. So, I like I told him, too, I'm like, okay, look, man, I'm, I'm pissed off right now. 
I'm annoyed right now, but that doesn't mean that I'll be annoyed in a week. Doesn't mean that I'll be annoyed in a month. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is, dude. It's just, it's just again picking your battles and like like I said, I I can I know who I can be an asshole to and I know who I have to bite my tongue with, and yep. I know who I can kind of talk to about it. But yeah, pick your battles, bro. Honestly, pick your battles. Honestly. But unless you have anything else, bro. Honestly, let me see. Well, well, now that my new work, honestly, I mean, the first, I mean, I would, I probably would, I would, actually, you know, yeah, my new work now that I'm working at a dentist's office now. Yeah. Now that I, now I'm working there, you know, like he would ask, he would sometimes ask me, like, you know, can you come and help me out? You know, I have my family coming in. I'm going to be doing some stuff. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll come in. And then um, I'll probably come in like on my day off. Usually Thursdays is my day off, unless you know they put me in the schedule because we do have like a a uh, a specialist just comes in once once uh, once a month for Thursdays. And then um, luckily she wasn't there. And then, um, but that that happened to be the Saturday that we work because we work two Saturdays out of the month. So basically, you know, I was there for maybe from. Eight to probably three thirty, mm-hmm. I would say, and then um, and you know, because me, I said no, I because I said yes, you know, I was like, all right, cool, I'll help you out, you know, get some hours, you know, get some more money. So, and then you know, he's asked me more than a couple of times to help him out, and I would say yes, until you know, I kind of spoke up, you know, like you know, it's kind of getting out of hand. You know, it's like, you know, I kind of want to be home. And then, um, you know, then he's like, well, they talked to they talked to him and he's like, well, he's like, you know, I know he always said yes, you know, but, you know, it's like, you know, and you probably wanted the money. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't think it was, you know, affecting him this much. So, like, every now and then he'll ask me you know, like, if, if it's okay and I'll tell him, yeah, it's fine. You and said, you like, said, you see, you set a boundary, bro. If you would have set like, this, if you had, if you would have set this boundary in the beginning, then... Yeah. You know, now before he would expect it because you would say yes, yes, yeah. yes. Now it's yes. because you put your boundary. You know, you put boundaries. He's like, if you can. <laughs> yeah. But there's, but yeah, I guess, yeah. But there's been times that actually I've, I we've gotten out late because you know, it's usually the like the last patient, like yeah. the last time. Last time I remember, I got home. It was like basically eight. Yeah. And I was there from like. I did like twelve hours that day. Damn. And that's because off all because of the last patient, all in one patient. Yeah. And then like it's like you know like can we go home? <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it's been fine. I mean, it's uh, we we always have to say yes to him. So it's like you know we can't really say no. Right. It's like you know he needs this. I'm like we're like okay yes doc, and if he needs that. Okay, we'll get it for him. But then, like, there's comes times, you know, like, say, we tell him no, or we tell him, no, well, we're not sure. So, it's, like, there's times we have to set boundaries on him, because then he'll expect us to say yes. But then, like, and, like, he, like sometimes he doesn't get that yes, so it's, like, he kind of looks at us, and I'm, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Just, you know, boundaries, man. Boundaries, bro. But, so. yeah, dude. But back to Pollo, dude, honestly, it's like, if I could tell the stories, Jesus Christ, especially with customers. Oh, yeah, dude. We, we'll do another, we'll do another customer service podcast episode. <laughs> we should. <laughs> the, story, the stories I got to tell you, dude, honestly, it's like some embarrassing ones. Some are like really like, oh, my God, rude. Some of them were like, like straight out weird. Yeah. But we'll leave that one for another one, bro. Uh, yeah, dude, honestly. But I uh, usually end this uh, podcast about within the hour. So it's been an hour and four minutes already. Yeah. And I mean, thank you for coming on, bro. I know I know, I know, I flaked on you last week, but you did flake on me a couple weeks ago. Oh, I know. That's because it was my birthday week. I do so. bullshit, bro. I had Officer Ricky here waiting and everything. So we just pulled one out of our ass. And uh, I'm like, no, now, now he said three o'clock, man. He's kind of. But nah, man, thank you for taking your time to freaking come on. And then, um, and, uh, you know, being yeah. on and then, 
you know you're always welcome bro i tell your sister she's welcome back anyone's welcome back um you don't have to be the, the one and done look at ricky's been on flight 20 of them so <laughs> homie loves the attention he says yeah. so thank you for having me honestly. yeah no problem man and uh going to get us bro say hi to your parents for me say hi to your sisters for me say hi yeah, and uh bro like i end every podcast thank you for riding with me yeah thank you for having me and just one more thing dude one what's more up thing. do you remember that one time where you said basket ramas was club oh my uh, god we'll leave that for another podcast days. thank you for riding with me man <laughs> all right dude <laughs> thank you for listening to ride with me the flat tire indie podcast you can also listen to us on itunes spotify and podbean